Episode 323 of the Biz Talk with Bill Roy podcast. The Wichita Business Journal created this podcast because we want to provide you with some insight into the people, places, companies, organizations, and issues that are important to Wichita's business community. I'm editor Kirk Seminoff. Our 2023 commercial real estate guide takes up the bulk of this week's WBJ print edition, and it takes up the bulk of our podcast this week. CRE reporter Josh Witt joins me to talk about the state of commercial real estate in the Wichita area and why our city seems to be faring better than most when it comes to battling high interest rates and empty office spaces. Josh Witt in just a minute. But first, here's a look at what's in this week's edition of the Wichita Business Journal. Our cover story this week is, like I said, the Commercial Real Estate Guide. It's 64 pages of analysis and listings of Wichita's area commercial commercial real estate properties. See who's leasing, how much space they have, amenities involved with each piece of office, retail, and industrial space. This week's list is internships. See who hires the most interns and how many of them they hire on full-time once they graduate college. The internships list is on page 8. Part of our mission is to help small and medium-sized businesses grow. One way we try to accomplish that is through our weekly leads section. We list bankruptcies, new real estate deals, building permits, new corporations, who owes back taxes, and court judgments. Our leads section this week begins on page 13. Equity Bank means business. That's why they've created business solutions to help you solve your business challenges. Visit them today at equitybank.com. It is Commercial Real Estate Guide Week at the Wichita Business Journal, and Josh Witt and Chelsea Moore of our staff have been putting together for weeks now uh, coverage that you'll see today, 64 pages in our Commercial Real Estate Guide. Josh joins me on the podcast. Josh, thanks for being here. Happy to be here, Kirk. I want to talk to you about the story that's in the Commercial Real Estate Guide this week. We take an angle deep dive with the, with our more than 1,000 listings of office, retail, and industrial space. We take a deep dive into commercial real estate and what's going on in, in Wichita right now. Uh, give me the broad strokes of what you found. Well, what really went into the story is the last several months, going back to, let's say, April or May, uh, the national headlines around commercial real estate have been very dark very dark. Uh, apocalypse has been used, especially when it comes to office real estate. So we really wanted to dig in locally, talk to real estate agents, talk to lenders about what we're actually seeing on the ground here. Because as many experts in the industry have told me, there is no such thing as a, a national market. Every real estate market is its own thing. And Wichita is, is very much like that. It's got its own unique dynamics. It is not New York. It is not Washington, D.C. It's not Houston. It's not even Kansas City, right? So that's, that's really what went into it. And, and what I found is, is there are absolutely stark differences in what we're seeing with commercial real estate deals here versus what we're re- reading about and hearing about you know, nationally and maybe on the coast. What factors play into why we are so different? So I think, let's start with office. Um, you know, I, and I think we've even talked about it around the newsroom and maybe in emerging leaders meetings at times. Do we overemphasize the short commutes here in this community? That is actually in talking with people for this story, uh, whether it's Stan Longover with Wichita State or, or real estate agents, that matters a heck of a lot to the office market because we're returning to work here in Wichita at rates that are not being seen on the coast. If you're in Chicago or, or, or in a place like Chicago, if you've, you've got an hour, hour and a half long commute out there, 
why in the heck would you want to go back to the office after these last couple of years when you've been able to work from home and be productive? Here in Wichita, when typically the longest commute is 15, 20 minutes, maybe 30 one way, that return to office is just a little bit smoother. It's, it's not as big of a headache. So uh, everybody I'm talking to says people are getting back to the office and, and that means you know we're not dealing with some of these pressures these bigger metros are seeing. It's funny when we look at, at stories that are national stories created by our, our parent uh, uh, news content team in Charlotte that deal nationally. They're, they're doing return to work, uh, return to office stories, and how many places are hesitant to return to office. And that's just not a story that fits our market right now because we get the sense, like you said, from talking with career women and emerging leaders, that most people are back in the office right now, uh, much more than, uh, than their affiliates in other parts of the country right now. Absolutely. So, you know, if you've got these big towers on the coast, right, these big office towers, yeah, they are much emptier than they were um, pre-pandemic. One, we're returning to work. Two, we don't have the massive office towers here in the, the city, so we just don't have some of those fundamental pressures. And, and, and absolutely, every, everybody I'm talking to says, yeah, workers, maybe they have more flexible schedules, but they're in the office, if not five days a week, you know, four days a week, three days a week. And, and, and we're seeing a lot of activity downtown and, and maybe in and out east too in some of the office spaces out there. Mm-hmm. So, so office space is still a needed concept here in Wichita. Talk about what the Federal Reserve raising interest rates for the past year, year and a half have done as far as getting deals done locally. Absolutely impacts it. So that, that's a piece where we, we are affected here in Wichita you know, not just as much or just the same as the coast and some of these bigger ventures, but we're not immune to that. You know, the, the cost of getting deals done has, has gone up and, and folks have had to get creative uh, in talking with, with agents and firms. You know, more cash is coming to the table on some of these deals to get some deals done. Maybe you've got to use private equity uh, versus just your straightforward bank financing. Um, so it has impacted how deals get done. In some cases, um, you know, people are pumping the brakes a little bit, but we are still in, still seeing activity. And I think the sense I got from from local real estate folks is is they're they're still busy. They they may they didn't say they're necessarily surprised, but I think they're you know pleased or or maybe maybe mildly surprised that they've seen the level of activity we have, considering the historic way the Fed raised those rates in a relatively short period of time. You've been a reporter long enough, and I know I certainly have been a reporter and editor long enough. You always tend to take what sources are telling you with a grain of salt. They, they tend to be a little bit rosier um, most times, or a little, dour, a little more dour when it's needed. Uh, do you get the sense that what they're telling you is on the up and up, that, that, that things are not as bad here because of these factors? I, I do think they're pretty straightforward. Yeah, you're going to get some some rose-colored glasses at, at, at times, um, but I think think I did get the sense they're keeping it real. Because one thing I did hear is you're not going to see with this interest rate environment, you're not going to see massive new build projects. You know, where uh, owner comes in locally or nationally, big old building, and hey, I'm going to fill it up with five, six different tenants taking up. You know, ten thousand plus square feet a piece. Like that's that's not going to happen. You may see new builds that are owner occupied. Uh, a business may decide, hey, I'm going to build in downtown or out east or out west and construct a new building for me. Do a land deal 
do a new build out there. We may still see that, um, but I, I, I think they've been balanced. Yeah, you're not gonna see massive projects right now with where we sit, but you're gonna still see uh, some fair activity uh, in, in, in leasing and in an own, in owner-occupied builds and, and deals. With post-COVID return to work and a hike in interest rates, talk more about how maybe deals are getting done, but maybe they're getting done differently. Yeah, I, I think it's, it's you know, seller finance is, is that play right now. I, you know, like I said earlier, cash is coming to deals. I think lenders are, are they're just they're just having to, to have deeper deeper dives and longer conversations and adjusted terms to, to really oversimplify the, oversimplify things compared to what it was at, like in 2019 and, and earlier in the pandemic when we were dealing with historically low interest rates. Um, that environment is just it's it's not here and, and what others have told me too. I mean, we, we need to realize that's not going to come back. Those interest rates we saw for so long that were so low are not coming back. So everybody's just having to kind of hit the reset button, I think, and, and look at more unique or, or different ways to get deals done than maybe we, we'd seen in previous years. With, with workers coming back to the office, but maybe like you said, three days a week, four days a week, not necessarily five days a week, um, does that affect what um, companies are looking for in terms of the amount of space they're doing? Are companies looking at downsizing now? Oh, this has been consistent since I started on this beat. Shoot, what was it, like last, last February, January 2022? Actually, I, when interest rates started. So if we'd it, like to blame you, I yes, think it'd be fine. I think we can. Um, you know, a flight to quality is a, is a phrase that has been used, you know, here locally and nationally where, yeah, a, a company, big, small, medium size, they still want office space, but do they need you know, 40,000 square feet, 30,000. Maybe they, they need two thirds of that or half of that, but they're, that space may be less in square footage, but it's higher in quality. They want class A, they want amenities, uh, whether that's within the building itself or within walking distance. So it absolutely, like there is downsizing, um, but that it's not downsizing, you know, I'm in class B, I'm gonna downsize class B or C. If you're downsizing, especially if you're a notable, you know, larger company, you're you're going class A. You're upgrading the quality of that space, even if your square footage is less. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. That that you may not be in the office as much, but when you are in the office, you do want some amenities and you do want to feel more comfortable than maybe you did pre-pandemic. Yeah, and, and they want to set up these. You know, you hear a lot about open floor plans, collaborative spaces. So when I when I walk through some of these these. And I've had the opportunity to walk through several over the last year and a half. These new spaces, there's that mix of, of collaborative areas, conference rooms that, that aren't dark and gloomy, that are actually, maybe you actually want to do a meeting there. But then also there's, there's private areas, dudes. There's private areas there as well where you can just lock into your work. Uh, no, noise proof rooms where you can lock in and get work done too. So it's, it's unique. These, these spaces have amenities, they have fun stuff. They also seem to be structured to really maximize when you are in the office, maximize that time there uh, as much as possible. So we're not having the apocalypse here, but I, I do think, and, and what bankers told you in, the, in this story, is that the, what they're looking at when they are lending maybe has changed a little bit. Talk about that shift. Yeah, I, I think they they need to, to see, they're looking at cash flows. They're, they're, they're not, 
they're just going to more highly scrutinize these deals. It's not like before when rates were low, they were doing things willy-nilly, but I think it just adds a level of scrutiny to everything that's being done with this current environment. Um, and, and I think, you know, Dan with, Dan Hines with, with Interest was really honest. He's actually, he's seen commercial loan activity, I think he said, you know, as low as it's been in the last decade. So, so there's, you know, things are slowing from the commercial lender standpoint, uh, still active, but definitely slowing and definitely just putting a, a deeper dive and scrutiny into these deals um, to make sure they're the right fit for the lender and, and, and who's, who's, who's getting the loan. You had, you had a president of a national real estate brokerage tell you that, that Wichita is built well for these kind of headwinds. Uh, is it because we take a little more conservative approach and, you know, like you said, we're not out building tall structures and, you know, just expansive projects willy-nilly? Yes, we are. He used the word uh, diversity. We're, we're diverse in, 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 our, in our real estate. We are overbuilt in one specific, we're, we're not overbuilt overall. We're also not overbuilt in one specific sector, whether it's you know office or, or hospitality or whatever it may be. So he thinks that plays well. In some of these bigger, you know, sexier metros, that can happen. Interest rates are low. People come in guns blazing and, and build, build, build. Well, then when you have these downturns, that causes a lot of headaches. We're just not that kind of market. We're not gonna, we are gonna be more conservative even during the quote unquote boom times. And that protects us a little bit when, when times get a little tougher. That's my next question. Can times get tougher? You know, we, we don't have, we don't seem to have the, in commercial real estate right now, the four Tylenol headaches that, that larger metros around the country are having. But could we get there? What are things that could happen that could make us have more challenges along those lines? I think we do need to, you know, take a look. And several several people I talked to, you know, told me this. Look for some turnover uh, in in build, build, building owners. Um, that doesn't it kind of indirectly answers your question. It doesn't necessarily mean that's terrible or bad. But loans right now that were were made with ultra low low interest rates, those are going to come due here in the next couple of years. And some of these, these building owners, those terms, when they have to refinance, that's not going to make as much sense to them anymore. So we, we may see, and I heard, we could see some buildings turn over, some other uh, you know, property owners maybe sitting on the sidelines right now ready for opportunities. They may come in who can handle the higher, the higher interest rates. So that's something to watch. I think, so maybe the more directly answer is, is Let's watch if loans come due, folks can't pay them on these new terms, and those new owners on the sidelines, they don't come in like we, we may think they do. Then you could have some buildings, you know, maybe clearing out, staying vacant. But I, don't, I just don't see that happening in large droves. Um, another thing we gotta be frank about, we already have buildings in our downtown and beyond that were already empty or largely empty before, even during the good times, right? Even before interest rates went mm -hmm. up. So I, I just don't see currently full or pretty full buildings clearing out. I, I just don't see it. You've had people tell you in recent weeks in your daily stories that they are hoping that, that the Fed stabilizes interest rates, even maybe even in a great world brings them down a little bit. Um, what happens in commercial real estate when that, when that happens here? 
It's a, it's a great question. And I probably could have put another 500 words just on this and that story because it, it, it's, and it makes sense for, for business, period. But let's, you know, we're talking commercial real estate here and, and then commercial lending. It is really hard to make business decisions when there's volatility. And when, when, the, when interest rates are going up at the clip they've gone up since spring of last year, and you don't know where they're going to land, that makes it hard to do deals. That makes it hard to plan. It makes it hard to budget. Um, that's not just commercial real estate. I think that's what our construction industries have to deal with. How many other industries have had to deal with that? So what I hear is if things just stabilize, and right now we're at higher rates, sure, much higher rates than we were a couple years ago, but if things just stabilize and businesses know what they're dealing with, okay, this is, it is, it, it's kind of, it is what it is, okay, now let's get some stuff done, because I, I know, at least I know it's not going to shoot up another X amount of basis points <laughs> next quarter or a couple quarters from now. I, I think, you know, it's... I don't know if you'll see a massive surge of deals, but I, I do think you'll see activity pick up if nationally and locally people get the sense from the Fed, okay, we're not going to see several more hikes. We're going to see stability you know, for the next year. Mm -hmm. Commercial real estate has been a really newsy beat in the last couple of weeks, and I want to I want to be sure to touch on at least three that are three stories going on. One, we now have a biomedical campus site. In downtown Wichita, it's between Douglas and Kellogg. Uh, it's uh, near William Street, and Boy Market, I guess, is is you know the, the spaces the basically where the downtown transit center is now. It'll be moving up over by Riverfront Stadium in the future. What does that mean as far as commercial real estate in downtown? Uh, I think it's going to be massive, and that's what I mean. It should be not surprising to anybody that real estate firms and agents. That's one thing they mention constantly. They mention two things. They mention Integra's Bel Air facility as a driver uh, for the industry and the economy locally, and then they mention this downtown medical campus. Uh, I think it's it's right. It's not just the campus. It's what additional development can occur around it. Uh, the level of vibrancy it can bring to that section of downtown and downtown overall. Um, they they use a lot of adjectives. It's, they they really believe it's going to be be massive. Um, you know, for this, for the city, you know, for commercial real estate. Uh, I, I will say in, in a variety of conversations I've had, you know, um, we should, we should pump the brakes just slightly and go, this is a massive undertaking, right? Uh, there, it, 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 let's, let's have maybe, maybe a little cautious optimism, um, because this, this is huge. We're, we're, we're throwing around right now, Comparing what Wichita is going to do with this campus to, to Houston, right? To some really huge metros. And I know we like to think well of ourselves here, but, but we're, we're, we're Wichita. We're a metro of several, you know, 100,000. Um, so how will this actually come together? Will we hit the timelines we think we will? Will it all play out the way we hope? Um, I think it's just something to keep an eye on. Let's, and, 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 I, and I know a lot of people are putting a lot of hard work into it, but... Um, that's, some, that's also something I've heard. I've heard, I've heard a little bit of caution uh, for folks to, to maybe be careful to not think this is going to be just easy, gangbusters, nothing but positives. It may, it may be a pretty hard undertaking. I can still see developers in their mind, though, going over each every block in that area right now to see you know what, what can be done there. Uh, next, let's get away from downtown, Air Capital Flight Line. 
the way that, that Johnny Stevens was quoted in your story the other day about the, the new building that's going to be headed there after some IRB help from the city, it, I, I can see Johnny digging the shovels in it on the air capital flatland right now. He's ready to go, ready to build. Talk, talk about that project for Spirit. Boy, uh, for, for Spirit, it's, it's big. This is tied. We don't have a lot of details uh, in terms of what, you know, what specifically what program Spirit will work on out there. We believe it's defense related, and, and that, that jives with what we've seen. Spirit's defense business is, is really, really growing. They really emphasize that. But, but boy, Air Capital Flight Line, I mean, Johnny is, he, it, it, was, it was in the phone call I had with him. He also was at the county commission meeting uh, this week. The excitement uh, in what is going on there, 300,000 square feet, uh, new build for Spirit. And he's emphasized at several points now, you know, he believes this is the first of several phases. Uh, he, he made clear to me that additional phases may not be at that square footage out there, but still pretty notable. And so we're really seeing you know, some development in that area of the city um, that, you know, and, and he emphasized this too, and, and it was brought up in the county commission meeting. You know, when Boeing left, there were a lot of questions and, and what is going to happen to that space? And, and, and now people are highly, highly optimistic. and. And it looks like it's only going going up uh, in terms of growth in that area. Mm -hmm. And it could mean, mean more for Spirit's employment numbers, too. Mm -hmm. Let's go back downtown. Sedgwick County this week uh, took another step to possibly, probably, not totally committing to their next headquarters being downtown. What happened there? So, and this was really interesting. I really uh, appreciated the conversation with, with Tanya Cole there, there at the county. Um, so, essentially... They've got four candidates. Uh, the county commission kind of charged the county manager's office with, hey, these are the four spots that we'd like for you to pursue and do due diligence on, do a deep dive for a future Cedric County HQ. Uh, and the Murphy Plaza uh, is, is one of them. Uh, very interesting, it's, it's, already, it's, clearly, it's already there. It's an already existing building. So what the commission did is give her and that team the go ahead essentially this week through a vote to, to get into what she called the bones of the building. They're gonna, they're, you're gonna really explore if Murphy Plaza could be a viable option for Cedric County HQ. And that, that building's at second and, is it market? Oh. oh I'm challenging on your downtown geography. Oh, it's, it's on second street downtown. Water, it's water. On, yep, yep, there second you go. And water. Second okay. and water. Um, so what yeah. will they do? So they're, they're, they're gonna, for the next, for, they got 120 days. So both sides, both Murfin and the county have an 120 day ins inspection period where the county is gonna explore that building inside and out, see if it works uh, for what they need. And, and Murfin also has that period of time to look at, you know, what's gonna happen to us and our tenants in that building uh, if this deal were to go through. Um, they, but, in that window of time, the county can decide, hey, you know, hey, we, we want to go with these other one of these other four options, you know, other options. We we want to go that route. Sorry, and Murphy can do the same thing. They can get out of the deal, and, and nobody owes anybody anything at that point. Um, so that's that's really where we're at, and it, it it is important to emphasize this doesn't mean Murphy is a lock. Um, they're also looking at the Garvey Center area for for a new build, Third uh, and Main for a new build and another option on the table is going longer term lease, a longer term lease at the downtown Ruffin building. Um, 
So no matter what, it looks like they're going to stay downtown. I think that's one of the bigger takeaways here as well. And we should point out that they, they have done this process with the old Riverside Hospital on, on McLean Boulevard or Central, depending how you look at it. And they, they took that same 90, 120-day process, and they came away from that saying, this is not what we want or not what we need. Um, so it can happen where they come away saying, we're not going to go with this this part of the project. So Absolutely. And, and Tanya is going to, she said November, as early as early November, she her plan is to go back to the commission with a deep dive on costs of each of those four options, you know, pros and cons. It's just putting it all on the table, and then the commission's got a decision to make. Um, and and I, I just I think it'll be really fascinating. I do think we're going to tie some things together here with the interest rate environment, with the cost of what new construction takes. Uh, I wonder if that's a, a factor against those two new construction options. Uh, but we'll, let, let's see. Let's see. November will be interesting. It certainly seems sensible that if you can find a, an existing facility that works for you, that that may be the way to go. Yeah. Josh Witt is our eyes and ears when it comes to commercial real estate for the Wichita Business Journal. Josh, great job on the Craig this week. That's what we call the Commercial Real Estate Guide, C-R-E-G. Uh, great job on that and great job just covering commercial real estate as a whole for us. Thank you very much for being here. Thanks, Kurt. Appreciate it. Well, that's it for Biz Talk with Bill Roy this week, episode 323. Check out all our podcast episodes at our Biz Talk hub. It's at wichitabusinessjournal.com. Thank you for listening and subscribing. Biz Talk with Bill Roy is a production of the Wichita Business Journal. Thanks very much to our sponsor, Equity Bank. Creating the business concept turned out to be the easy part. The challenges that follow is where Equity Bank comes in. Equity Bank was built by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. Let them help your business evolve and solve your challenges. Tomorrow is here. Visit them today at equitybank.com forward slash evolve. Be well and be safe. Have a profitable week.